podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I am joined by Shane Shirley of Shane Shirley Media to discuss blogs. Are they still relevant? What are the benefits of having one? And should you add one to your marketing arsenal? All that coming up right now. Shane, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Vin. It's so good to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You and I met, I guess, a couple years ago at uh, one of the ASI shows. I think it was ASI Show Orlando. Um, I I knew you because you had done some writing for ASI um, years ago, and we got to talk. We became friends on social media, and I noticed that you had um, a lot of stuff going on with your website, including blogs, and we're going to be talking about blogs today. Uh, So tell me a little bit about the weather. You're down in Florida. Yeah, it's not so awesome, though, at the moment. (laughs) Same here, same here. What is it? uh, It's rainy down there today? It's been a little rainy. It's about 64 degrees, so it's a little chilly today, for sure. Well, I would take that. I mean, we have rain, too, up here in the northeast. A little chillier than you in the 50s, but it's been very dreary up here. It's been... um, we haven't gotten any snow, um, but it ha- the sun hasn't been out, and it's it's like I need some sun here. You know these these long you. nights and short days and no sun. It's been kind of getting to me. Um, but anyway, we are going to uh, talk about blogging, um, which is something that has been around for quite a long time. Uh, but before we get into uh, the, the conversation, uh, can you tell us a little bit about you, yourself, what you do, and what connection you might have to the promo industry? Sure. First of all, I'm super old. I graduated from Michigan State University with a Bachelor of Arts in Communications back in 1991 when the wheel was square, I think. And I I graduated from there and hightailed it out of Michigan as fast as I possibly could. Came to Florida and opened up my first business. And then I got into trade show marketing. I did pharmaceutical sales. I got into marketing with the Florida Lottery. And then I got into having babies and I stayed home for a while. But in 2008, they told me that I had MS then. Mm. So I went to a neurologist and he said, actually, the emergency room was wrong. You don't have MS. What have you been ingesting? Have you been drinking or eating something or putting something differently on your body than you have been? And I said, well, yeah, I've been drinking this certain drink. that." And he said, that has an artificial sweetener in it. I want you to stop that. I have people that come in here all the time with these same symptoms. Once they stop, they feel better. So I went home, stopped, went back to the follow-up appointment, felt so much better. And the neurologist looked at me and he said, okay, now you know what happened to yourself. What are you going to do about it? And I said, I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to tell as many people as I possibly can that you have to take care of yourself and you have to Make sure that you're watching what you're putting into your body. I got very involved with the eco-friendly green movement. And people started asking me, you know, how are you blogging? How can I do it? And I said, I'm going to incorporate and start a business. So December 2008, I started Shane Shirley Media. And we basically, if it's digital, we touch it. We have My team has built over 10,000 lead generating websites. We have a higher than industry average for click-through rates on our ads for Google. Oh, wow. Okay. We do fractional CMO services. Um, we do social selling, social media marketing. If it's digital, like I said, we do it if it's online. And as far as ASI goes, I love you guys. You know I love ASI. Yeah. Yep. I, found, I found you guys a long time ago when I was looking for content 
And you do all your surveys and you have great data that I could pull from. So I utilized you guys for that. I've also worked with so many ASI distributors, helping them with social selling and marketing initiatives. And I think, you know, you mentioned that I've written for you, but I think, you know, your own data says it best in that if you give someone a promotional product, they're more willing to do business with you. Sure. So I, I think that pretty much says it all about ASI. So you, you certainly have a lot of, of connection to this industry, not only, you know, with your blog, you know, writing about, uh, you know, marketing, you have Shane Shirley Media also, you know, doing a lot of writing for um, uh, like freelance writing, you know, for us as well. Um, so I really wanted to talk to you about blogs. Uh, you know, this is a topic that I've never really delved into on my, uh, my podcast. And people ask me, well, are blogs really social media? Yes, you know, it, it's a marketing tool. And I think that a lot of people uh, use blogs on social media because if blogs themselves aren't social media, I see blogs being used to promote their businesses on social media. So blogs are very, um, they've been around for a long time. I think uh, I first started blogging, I think 2001 or 2002 when I was working for a company called uh, penlive.com. And we started doing blogs back then. Mm -hmm. uh, so they, they're well over 20 years old. They went through a, a period where they were very, very popular. And then, you know, social media really kicked in and people were now promoting themselves more and, and promoting their, their content more directly on the actual platforms. So I have to ask you, uh, because since you're more intimate with blogging, um, is blogging dead or is it still relevant in 2023? No way. Blogging is not dead. It is still very relevant in today's digital landscape. Obviously, mentioning social media, the way in which people consume and create their content is different. It's much smaller, bite-sized pieces mm -hmm. of content rather than kind of long form blog posts. But blog posts are still exceedingly important because they increase visibility and credibility. They drive leads and sales for your business. And my one of my super favorite ones is they give you free organic traffic <laughs> to your website. So there's absolutely no way that they're dead then, no way. So have you seen an increase um, in popularity recently? Um, have you seen the ebbs and flows of uh, your own blog being popular? Like how do you, how do you, how do you, um, judge how blogs are doing in 2023. I have so many prospects and clients that are coming to me saying, what about blogging? You know, we tried that before and it didn't really work out. Like, can we do that again? Like, what are your thoughts on blogging? And I think it's because of the great SEO benefit for sure. Okay. Excellent. We'll, we'll get into that um, in a few minutes uh, about SEO. Um, but what are the benefits of having a blog? I think you mentioned a few just a second ago, but if somebody has a blog, what can they expect, um, you know, as in terms of the benefits? So I, I have five that I have kind of jotted down to share with you today. I really think there's a lot more, but I'm just going to stick to five. Number one, building your personal or professional brand. A blog is a great way to establish yourself as a thought leader in your industry. Number two, showcasing your experience and your knowledge. Share that. Blogs are a great way to be educating and informing your readers and building trust and credibility. That's what matters. It's, it's a way to build a relationship. This is one of my favorite ones. Number three is improving search engine visibility via SEO. 
And that's going to bring in that free organic traffic that I'm so in love with. Number four, connecting with your target audience, even on a deeper level than social media, by regularly publishing content that really connects with them and you can foster a sense of engagement with them. And number five, another favorite of mine, generating leads and sales. People don't think about that when they think about a blog, but that's sure. such a huge, huge part of it. A blog is a super great lead generation tool, especially if you remember to put in your calls to action or your CTAs and any lead generating magnets, you can get people to sign up for your emails and take specific actions, including buying your products and services. Sure. So Shane, let me ask you this. Couldn't social media alone, the platforms do exactly what you're talking about without having to have a blog? But why would we want to do that? Because you don't own social media. It's a good point. It's a good point. You know, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm trying to, you know, come up with the reasons why somebody would, would say, no, I don't want to have a blog. I have social media. I have, um, you know, Facebook. I have LinkedIn. Why would I want to add another level of complexity to my messaging? You're saying that when you have that blog itself, the blog then becomes an engine for, for driving traffic to your blog to your website to wherever you have it hosted. Yes, and absolutely. I'll cover this a little bit later, but it, it's smart to share your blog posts to other platforms mm -hmm. like LinkedIn. Very smart. They have a, so it's better to have a blog to share onto platforms than it is to actually use those platforms as um, your blog. Yeah. Absolutely, so because I'm so bullish. Like right now, everybody, we're really telling our clients, you must own. You have to own right. your website. You have to own. It's very, very important. You can't just rely on Facebook or LinkedIn because we don't know what's going to happen to those platforms. Sure. They change so much. That's great. That's great advice. You know, and I think that I've talked about that a lot on this show about how the changing platforms uh, really affect a lot of what you're trying to do on those platforms, your goals, for instance, if you're trying to, uh, you know, get a lot of reach and engagement on your content and all of a sudden the algorithm changes, then, <laughs> then, then it affects your goal in a way that you can't, there's nothing you could do. Like, right. then you're going to have to start paying for it. You're going to have to start paying for that reach and engagement. Um, because like you said, you don't own those platforms. The right. social media platforms own that and they're going to change right. and, and rejigger it the way they they want so that they can make money off of it. So yeah, exactly. And, you know, a lot of people think that it's A-OK -okay to just build up their blog on LinkedIn. But like I said, you don't know what's going to happen later. So that's just not right. the best direction to go in. And right now, the algorithms you talk about are changing. <laughs> They don't really favor a lot of link backs like to your website, right. but there's ways to get around that when you're sharing your blog content. Can you share some examples? Yeah, sure. So you could just ask somebody like, hey, drop a you know question mark in the comments if you'd like the, the five reasons why you should blog, right? Okay. And then they drop that and then you can send them directly and it gives you a chance to connect with them on a deeper level, send them a message and you, you've already got the conversation started. Okay. Well, that's a great tip. Um, never, never heard of that one. So, so let me ask you, uh, Shane, if I'm somebody who is interested in setting up a blog, but don't know where to start, how do I do it? How difficult is it? What are your recommendations for somebody who is looking to just set one up 
and kind of do it on, I'm not going to say the cheap, but they don't want to, they don't want to spend too much money on it. They just want to get it going and start creating content. It's totally doable. It's absolutely doable. And I'm very bullish on blogs for business. And I think that more than the te technical difficulty of setting up a blog, you really have to know that there's a certain level of commitment after you set up the blog that you really have to be producing high quality content and actively promoting it to your target audience. Now, like I said, setting up the blog is relatively easy. You do have to have some minim minimal technical knowledge, but there are platforms out there like WordPress, which I'm really big on, and Blogger, um, that make it pretty easy to set up your blog and also to kind of design it so that it will look good for you. And it can be very inexpensive. You can also host it there. Um, but there's also, if you have a custom coded website, completely custom coded, there's also lots of website builders and CMS that allow you to create a blog section on your website, like sure. Shopify or Magento. Um, and that provides a really easy way to keep everything kind of under one umbrella. But I would say that overall, the technical side of setting up the blog is relatively easy, but you must remain committed right. to creating that content. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second about SEO and optimizing your blog. Um, but you said WordPress, you also mentioned Blogger. Um, I've used both of them in the past. Um, you know, in years ago, I remember because WordPress has been around a long time as, yeah. as, as Blogger. Uh, you know, there was some technical uh, work that you had to do. It wasn't as easy as it is today. Uh, mm -hmm. I will say um, I'm not in the know right now, but for something like WordPress, is it is it very, very easy friendly or user-friendly? Yeah, it's so user-friendly. That's the number one. Usually nine times out of 10, I'm like, I'm going to recommend WordPress. And most, and here's another hint, if you've got a website already set up for your business or for your personal brand, you know, most likely it's on WordPress mm -hmm. and you right. probably have your blog like just sure. sitting there and all you have to do is I, just like. Right. You don't even know it's there. It's 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 uh, one of the features that you know if your if your website is running on uh, WordPress, then you you have those blog capabilities you probably right. aren't even aware of. So you know certainly look into that. If if not, if it's not built on WordPress, I think WordPress makes it very seamless and easy to integrate into most websites. So it's something that you can look into. Um, you know, and it's it's probably something you can do. Yeah, absolutely. You and don't you need an IT department. Mm -hmm. No, it's nice if you do have your IT department or if you can call someone like me and say, please help. But you can definitely do it yourself. You really right. can. It's, I, I would suggest getting together with a friend or someone in my industry that can really help you if you mm -hmm. don't have the budget for it because you definitely want to make sure that you're setting it up right. But right. if you put in enough time and effort, you're going to be able to do it. Again, we're talking to Shane Shirley of Shane Shirley Media. We're talking about blogs. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to post them, um, you know, and we'll try to get to them. Uh, if not, we'll, we'll get to them after the conversation. Uh, now, Shane, this is really, you know, a big part of why I wanted to talk to you. Um, it's about how to do blogs and do them right, optimizing them for uh, search engine optimization, making sure that they get found when people are searching. Um, what are some best practices uh, that you recommend for for content? I know you mentioned creating content. Like, do you 
is there is there um, a regularity that in which you should post? Like, what are some of the tips that you have? Yeah. So I knew you were going to ask me this question. I have seven best practices, and that question that you just were talking about posting frequency. If I had a dollar for every time I was asked that question, I would be just set completely <laughs> because people want to know, like, what does Google want? What do the search engines want? What do they want? And basically what I can tell you is it's most important to establish a consistent posting schedule. So if you feel like you can post every day, five days a week, awesome, because honestly, the more you can post, the better. But if you can only post once a week, great. If you feel like, you know what, I really feel like I could probably post once a month and that's going to be really good for me and that's fine, do it. Mm. Go for it. That's going to be just great. Just stay consistent with it right. and don't stop. Number two, I think you really need to think about the quality, especially right now with a lot of the updates that Google has been doing. They care more about the quality of your content than the quantity. So I think it's important to definitely focus on creating high value, value information that's really going to engage your target market. Number How do they know that it's high quality? Oh, they can tell. They have algorithms that check. And also, a lot of times people will try to stuff a whole bunch of keywords right. into blog posts. They can tell. It's very, very simple for their crawlers to be able to see that. Interesting. But, okay. It's the secret sauce of the crawlers. You, you yeah. don't know what they're actually looking for, but no, no, they do. Does. And that's, you know, yeah. it's, it's up to us to try to figure that out. Right. People say that all the time. Like, I can sit here and give you what I can learn from all the data that I look at. But other than that, it's just basically, you know, we're trying to guess at it from right, looking right. at a good guess from Dana, which I'll cover a little bit later. But optimizing for SEO is the third thing that I think is so important. Because if you're not optimizing for SEO, you're missing the whole boat on blogging. So optimize your blog posts for the search engines. And you can do this by putting those keywords naturally in your title. And here's a, couple, a few really good hints, okay? So one thing that people miss a lot of times is they don't put what's called their alt tags. Look it up. It's right, super easy right, on right. their images. You know this, right? Yep, yep. Oh my gosh, that's such a huge thing to miss. That gives you so much search engine optimization power. So put those alt tags on those images. Make sure that you're also posting internally to other blog posts within mm -hmm. your own blog. And then you know what else the search engines really, really love is if you are linking to high quality content. Okay. So make sure that you link out sure. as well as internal linking. Now, I also mentioned a little bit about keywords, but topic and keywords. Identify your topics and keywords that are relevant to your target audience and your industry. And then what you want to do is you just want to keep creating content that aligns with those topics and keywords. And then, again, optimize your blog post title, fill in your meta description, your headers, and your keywords to boost SEO. That's great advice. And, you know, I, I know all about that. A lot of people don't, you know, alt tags uh, in images are important. In fact, now I think it's, um, uh, they're, they're cracking down on making sure you do it for uh, the disability, the disability act, mm -hmm. because when blind people are reading blogs and they come across an image, they need to know what the image is. And if you don't have alt text in there, uh, you're going to get docked. So alt yeah. text is not only just great for SEO, but I think it's starting to be, become a requirement and you're going to get docked if you don't have that alt text in there. Yeah, And be um, honest about that alt text. Make sure that you're not right. trying to trick the 
the search engines because that's black hat. We don't want to get involved with all that. You make sure that you tell a good description of what that image is. Don't try to get more keywords stuffed in there and all that right. stuff. That's bad. Right. So that's called keyword stuffing. And I think that um, uh, one of those, it's, it's pretty obvious when you're <laughs> stuffing keywords into an article, uh, the article doesn't sound natural. You're using the same keyword over and over and over. And it just, <laughs> it just doesn't sound natural. So, so your content should reference the keywords that you're, you're looking for instance, uh, you know, social media marketing or whatever, but it shouldn't be in every sentence. No. Uh, you, you know, to me, I feel like, you know, you could just do a quick um, Google search on keyword stuffing and, 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 yeah. and you can understand what, what it is and, and try not to do that. Um, but I think those are some great tips. Of course, uh, headlines, uh, they're headlines. I remember about, you know, five, 10 years ago, headlines were very, very important in terms of making sure that you cover, you got the basics in your headline. Now with metadata, um, and all alternative headlines, you can now, um, you know, add, you don't necessarily have to have a headline that is all keywords. Right. Uh, you can use your, you know, your metadata to, to, you know, make sure that all the keywords are included in there. Now, this is a little bit more advanced for people who are who are doing right. uh, blogs for the first time. You know, my <laughs> recommendation to be to be honest is like just write naturally. Make sure your keywords are covered, and if you've got the blog, um, you know, in place, make sure you you take advantage of things like metadata, and you can you can Google search that and, and figure out how to do it. Yeah, and WordPress makes it so easy. Right. WordPress right. and just call a friend, call friends <laughs> and we'll help you out. WordPress yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I always make the joke, like you can figure out how to do anything uh, through Google. If you know the, you know, how to use Google the right way. Right. And also when I think about when I try to, t to preach about SEO and how uh, you can get your content found, I always tell people when you're creating content, think about the ways that people are going to search for this piece of content. So if I'm writing something, I want to think like the person who is the target audience for this, how would they search for this? Right. And make sure that the way they're, they're going to search for this is, is the way that you're creating the content. And I right. think that's going to help the discoverability. Um, you know, and that's just, just the, that's just the natural um, inclination for SEO in my mind, just yeah. think like your users. Yes, absolutely. I mean, aside from all the technical stuff, when you're talking about your writing for SEO, natural, natural, natural. It's natural, very right. important. Right. Um, so do you have any more advice for or best practices for SEO? I would say definitely, number one, uh, you want to measure and analyze. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about that. I'm big on data. I'm very big on looking at what's working, adjusting the sales and changing things. So if you've got something like Google Analytics that you can utilize mm -hmm. and it's free. It's very easy to, well, I won't say it's easy to use, but right, it's relatively right. easy. Look at what content is really doing well for you, what the search engines are really loving that you're giving out. Look where you're getting your most traffic from. And then, you know, continue to share on that platform, continue to give out that kind of content. See how long people are on your blog, different things like that in Google Analytics, super, super important. And I would also say that you definitely need to choose the right platform. And I think nine times out of 10, like I said, I'm going to go with WordPress. Mm -hmm. um, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn and I can help anybody with that. And then I would also say to use a reliable 
hosting provider, somebody that you can pick up the phone and talk to. Right, right. I think that's most important. So who do you use as your host? We have, we offer our own hosting. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So you just pick up the, the, um, the phone and call yourself. We, well, not me. I have a team that works for me that okay. does all that stuff for yeah. us. But yeah. No, that it is good to, to be able to, um, get a hold of somebody. Now, look, you're going to have to pay for that. Uh, I know hosting costs a little bit of money, but it's not that much. I know that, um, you know, up until a few years ago, we had blogs on ASI central and we were paying, you know, like minimal amount a month, you know, maybe it was, it was a yearly fee, you know, it's it was like not 12 bucks a year or 15 bucks a year, something. something you can month. do GoDaddy. You can do HostGator. Right. Those are two. I really love GoDaddy. I think they're wonderful. They have support. You can pick up the phone and they will talk with you. They will help you through it. Don't forget to pick up the phone. Right. If you get lost on something like this, call that hosting provider or call right. a friend and they'll be able to help you. I cannot tell you is how much I urge people to really explore this platform because everyone is looking for an edge. And right now, blogging is going to offer you that competitive edge that other people have just dropped the ball on. Right. Now you say pick up the phone. You and I, I think, are Gen X's. Um, <laughs> Gen Y. I'm older than you, Ben. Like <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm up there. I'm, my tendency is to pick up the phone. And yeah. Gen X and older, pick up the phone. I always laugh about the generational differences in the usage of customer service. I've worked with um, millennials, Gen Z I'm working with now, and their first and their first preference is to go right to social media uh, and, and do customer service. But every business out there, I shouldn't say every, most businesses out there have social media and they can be reached through, uh, through whatever platforms that they have. So, However you choose to, to have a hosting, you know, you can reach them through the phone, through social media. It doesn't matter through chats. Um, and I'm sure they can help out. Absolutely. So um, now th those are the questions that, you know, I'm going to get into uh, something that is more of an impromptu Q&A. This is awesome. something, something brand new for my blog or not <laughs> my blog, calling it my blog. I, um, my podcast for 2023 is I'm just going to, ask you off the cuff questions, questions right. that you don't know anything about uh, okay. so that I can kind of, you know, force you to think on your feet and see what you got here. So right, my go. first question for you, Shane, is what was your favorite subject in school <laughs> and why? My favorite subject in school, I'll just, I'll, I'll talk about, I loved English. I mean, I just, you know, I, I that had- That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that doesn't you're a writer you're somebody who likes to write you're more right. like myself i i would say that english would have been mine as well so tell me a little bit more about why then, english when i got into college at michigan state i really enjoyed my persuasion classes as well because that helped with my writing obviously quite a bit so the persuasion included with the English, English was almost a second, was almost a minor for me. I did so many English classes, but I loved the reading and I do love to write and I love to understand the written word and how yeah. that can be utilized to help people. And that's ultimately like what we're all trying to do here with our businesses is to help people. So I'm the same way. I'm, you know, I'm like a word nerd. I, I <laughs> I'm fascinated by words and I love you know, the more I know, the better. And I try, I try, I don't try to be 
um, disingenuous. <laughs> yeah, I try not to be dis disingenuous when I write. You know, I don't want to yeah. use big words, but I want to understand them and use them in the right context and know who mm -hmm. my audience is and make sure that you know the the right words appeal appear appeal to them right because you know you don't want to have something lost in communication but i'm i'm the same way as you um i'm a you know i'm a journalist by trade and english was my major when i first started school so that doesn't surprise me if you said math no I gosh been, no. <laughs> i would have been a little shocked i would have been you know a little me, shocked man, I'm, yeah People like us fear math. I fear it. I've always feared it. Now you got me snorting. That's not good. Okay. <laughs> All right. My next question. What one song, artist, or album is an essential part of your life? Oh, I like I like this song called Wildfire. Wildfire. She'll be singing. She'll be riding wild. Yeah. It's a horse. That's... Wildfire was a horse. Yeah. Wildfire was a horse. And yeah, that's a that's... 70s song. That's a great song. Um, yeah. My parents yeah. got me up with good music. So that's very, that's always been a really, really important song to me. It just makes me feel so positive And so it just makes me feel so good. I love it. I love that answer. All right. What's your favorite promo item and why? I, we have, we get one of my favorite promo items. Oh my gosh, I have so many. I love promo. But one of my favorites is, um, and it's kind of getting outdated, so I'm going to have to find a new one. <laughs> but I've always loved the webcam covers. Okay. Because when people are on their computer, they're constantly looking at you. But yeah. computers now kind of already come with that little yeah, yeah. thing. So my second favorite, I would probably have to say, I love pens. I know everybody talks about how, but they travel so far. And everybody right. always, when you're looking, when you're using that pen, you always look down to see what it says. Always. Always. Yeah. yeah. It's the only promo item that I know that people encourage theft. So it's like <laughs> it. uh, it's like yeah take take our pens Please. because when right. you take a pen like if you take a pen out of a bank and you're you know you bring it over to somebody's house or you bring it over and you leave it at a bar or something and people pick it up everyone exactly. picks up pens and they steal them and they put them in their pocket or whatever it's like now there's there's your messaging there's your have, brand have it's, you it's, ever used anybody from a pen i have from a pen that i've just found someplace i've actually called the people and utilized them i've so. never done that but I do have my favorite pens that I use all the time. If a pen writes well, and I like the way it yeah. feels, I will hold on to that pen for as long as the pen will will write. And I will be constantly reminded of that brand. Exactly. And that's why I think it's important to not use cheap pens. I'm not, I'm not. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was just going to be like, you have to, if, if your budget doesn't allow you to do a good pen, do something else. Right. Right. I agree. All right. So I don't know how this question's going to land. I'm not, because I don't know you that well. So it's Friday the 13th. It is. Here, I know. That's freaking me out. And I'm a huge horror fan. What's your favorite horror movie? I, you know what? Um, I would have to say The Birds. The Birds. That's a great one. That's a great <laughs> one. That That's a, um, I saw that when I was really young. And it really messed with me because I didn't, right. didn't expect like this black and white movie to be as freaky as it was. And it really was. It was, you know, I see all these birds attacking people and I'm like, my God, did that happen? <laughs> like, and I think that's, that was the fear, you know, that was the fear that, you know, oh, hey, it looks, and it looks so real for a movie that right. was made in the 60s that right. it, 
it could look and be as terrifying as it was. It was um, like birds, but it was like, yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's a great answer. All right, my <laughs> final question. Where can listeners find you online? Just come to LinkedIn and connect with me. Come to LinkedIn, Shane Shirley on LinkedIn. I think I'm probably the only Shane Shirley there. Shane Shirley Marketing, you can find me on LinkedIn. Awesome, awesome. Any final thoughts today, Shane? No, I'm just so glad that you asked me to do this. It's so nice to chat with you and talk to you. And I, again, just blog. Like if yeah. you have any questions, please reach out to me because I cannot emphasize the benefits enough of blogging and people really need to start getting back in the blogging habit because it's something that you own, it's yours and you can use it in so many ways for marketing. It's just fantastic. Awesome. That was a great conversation, Shane. Thank you so much for being here today and have a great weekend. Thanks. You have a better one, Ben. All right. For Shane, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on The Social Angle.